The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Here I am, the HBIC, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. Matt was so upset because if you guys watch the podcast and you don't listen to the podcast, so you actually watch either the video on YouTube or you watch the video on Facebook Live, he likes to watch his titties shake in the video and the video wasn't on. So he was getting very upset because he's a fucking narcissist and he loves to watch his boobies bounce. I just wanted to see what I look like on there. I want to make sure that I, you know, I come here ready to perform for you. Oh my god! Like your, this is uh, not a porn set in the valley, to per- Matt. To okay. perform for you, meaning like you know the monkey with the. No, Matt is the Jenna Jameson of uh, <laughs> of the ambitious podcast. Oh, there you go, Jenna Jameson is all right. <laughs> god. <laughs> so today I'm so excited because ambitious the book, which I have been in labor for. <laughs> <laughs> for the last two and a half years. It's yes. literally, the book is a baby elephant because yeah. I've been just gestational for two, about 24 months. It is ready to be birthed. Yes. The launch of Ambitious is coming. and so I want, excited. It's super exciting. Yep. Um, it's also kind of bittersweet too because now I'm like, okay, now what do I do? Because you know uh, how I am. I get, I do one thing and I'm like, all right, now what? You better set something up because it's the time to do something next, right? I think I'm going to take up some hobby. <laughs> Like we'll go cro- to Hobby, like, Hobby Lobby. Oh, I love Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I know that it's a lot of people don't like Hobby Lobby because, you know, the people that own it stand for, you know, some things that we don't want to talk about, but... I never knew that. You know that? I never it's go to like Hobby Chick-fil-A. Lobby, so I could give two shits. It's like but, Chick-fil-A, you know, yeah. they don't like the gays and then you know, all that stuff. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And I love my gays. Yeah. They, they light up my life. I love everybody. But I do fucking like Hobby Lobby because it's so good. Yeah. So maybe I'll just start like macrameing or like making paper mache or some shit. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah. You could do that or you could maybe write another book. Oh, Jesus Christmas. (laughs) So Ambitious the Book is coming out. Before we start, though, I always love to give a huge shout out to Ayana, owner of PranaHairSkinAndLash.com. She is our incredible sponsor. We love Ayana. If it wasn't for her, I don't know what I would do with myself or my face. If you reach out to her... Tell her that this bitch sent you and she'll give you $50 off your first set of lashes. That's awesome. Liza with that Z. <laughs> <laughs> so we... Oh, oh, oh No, that's not Liza. That's freaking that? Carol Channing, man. Oh, I like Come Carol on. Channing. Jeez, Louise, I think, I think stick just, to the program. This think, is not your Broadway it, debut. I, I just thought we lost Carol Channing just recently. So what do you she mean? Was, I think she She's passed. passed? I think so, yes. I saw something <sighs> and it was like... Hello, darling. I also like to say my husband loves the death toll. Like, you know how every year they go, here's all the people that died in 2019. That, yeah. like, gets his dick hard. Well, I just want to see the ones that die really old, so there's hope for me. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, 97? Yeah, I could do that. Matt Babine bludgeoned to death with a, with a blunt object in his kitchen. <laughs> Not by his wife. Not by his wife. I hope, yeah, not by, not by his wife. I mean, we talked about last podcast how you were going to try to off me. 
Yeah. But, oh well, I'm still here. I I'm made gonna, it. I'm going to do it. the new uh, another the, week. The Robert De Niro is it Robert De Niro? No, Al Pacino. Yeah. The new show Hunters out on Amazon. Great show, dude. It's so good. So good. So good. But I kind of do want to keep you in the basement, like chained up with a ball gag in your mouth. <laughs> that's Pulp Fiction. No, Matt. They had. So, oh, that's right. I must so have... many of the Nazis in the basement. Oh, that's right. I did not know that. Yes, okay, I... so this just goes to show you that when Matt drinks bourbon yeah. for the last ten minutes oh. of every show, this is him. <laughs> I go. What happened, honey? Like, I go. You don't need to know. I'm done with the show. The, We're moving I, on. I got to watch the whole thing, so I have to go back at every show. Usually, when the bourbon kicks in, then I have to go back and lo- watch the last ten oh. minutes because that's usually when it's time for me to. Do go you guys to bed. see what I put up with? No wonder why I run to my basement and write books all day long. <laughs> so, are you so excited for the book to come I'm out? I'm so excited about the book, and you know, I don't know if you, your uh, listeners know, but you lost. The book two years ago, right? Yeah. Was, uh, was so we it? talked about this on a podcast like a while ago. We did. So yeah. not maybe not everyone knows, but yeah. so I have always one of my biggest goals in life is like I always have wanted to write a book, mm-hmm. and I'm all about leaving legacy, right? Yes. So like after I have shuffled off this mortal coil, I would like for At people. One hundred and ten. Oh, honey, I'm gonna live way longer than that. Good. I'm I'm an old sea turtle. Because I need let's be I need lots of care. <laughs> If I'm still taking care of your ass when I'm 110, <laughs> just draw me and quarter me like back in like Henry VIII times. You will be strong enough to take care of me. I have oh. a few years on you. I better keep you know. biohacking and staying on my ketogenic yes. meal plan and not drinking copious <laughs> amounts of alcohol. But so two and a half years ago, I was out with Matt. He, Of course, he was smoking his cigar in the yard. It was a beautiful spring day. Mm-hmm. And we were having a meeting in our backyard and I had my laptop and this is how powerful I am. Like this is literally how much of a HBIC I am is I said to Matt, I go, I got to go inside. My computer is getting super hot. And like, I'm afraid to lose my manuscript on the friggin' period of that sentence. The computer just was like, bloop. And I was wow. like, oh fuck. All right, whatever. Worst I go inside. Day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about me that day. Oh God. Well, I was like, my beautiful wife just hysterically crying. But going, here's the deal, like uh, I'm not I'm I'm not like super computer savvy because it's just something I've never had to be, mm-hmm. right? Because that's not what I do. Right. But I know some shit. Yeah, you do. And I went back inside and I'm like trying to recover the the file and it like disappeared into thin air. And I was like, no, this can't be like I've saved it, I've done this, I've done that. And it took me like two days, and I talked to everybody from the Geek Squad to the Nerdmobile to the FBI to the, so FBI. the FBI. One of my friends' yeah. husbands is an FBI agent, and I actually asked him to recover it. And he was like, "Bitch, I don't know what you did, <laughs> but we we probably could find like you know lost Watergate files over this fucking book." Jeez. And I was like, "What the fuck?" So for two days, I was like hysterical, like someone had died. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck it, you know what? I don't need to write this book." It's something, this is how God is telling me not to write this book. Don't waste my time. This is going to ruin my life. Like, this is a sign from God. This is a sign from the universe. Satan. So I had to get in there and use my (laughs) magic and say, listen, girl, you're going to write that book. It's probably going to be better than it even was. And how much has it changed? How much has your life changed since then and now? Beyond. And this book is awesome because you changed the whole trajectory of how you wrote the book. Yes. Um, But this is the craziest part. And I'm going to tell you guys about how I wrote the book and how if you desire to make writing a book part of your life, I'm going to steer you down the right path because (laughs) no one, not even Google, like really tells you 
how to write a book. Unless you like right. do it, you join like an author incubator or some kind of like online program where they teach you like soup to nuts. Like you write your outline, you do this, you do yeah. that. But so long story short, I was hysterical for two days mm-hmm. and Matt gave me a pep talk as he does in true Matt fashion with like some, you know, cigar hanging out of his mouth with his other hands down his pants, scratching <laughs> his balls lightly. <laughs> this is not how I roll. Al Bundy. Okay, this is, this is how you like to okay. say I roll. Okay. But- and I was like, you know what? You're right. My but hands, here's the deal. My yes. hands went down my pants. Uh, okay. Here's the here's the truth of the matter is though is I obviously I'm not an author so I just kind of like actually you are now no I know but what I'm saying at the time like listen Matt fuck off authors have like a whole plan of action like they make a fucking outline they have like this they do that they have copyright editors they have you know editors that just do like the actual storyline then they have formatters then they have okay so am I is your brain exploding yeah, now it's exploding but you know something you take messy action and you wrote a freaking really I understand awesome that book. but what I'm trying and to let me jump oh in and God, just say because everyone who has written it <laughs> copywrote it whatever all those things you were doing yeah everyone writes back this is fucking amazing no this I know is amazing. This was so funny. I was dying. I shared it with my husband. I shared it with my girlfriend. So yeah, you are an author. Continue your story. Okay. I am an author, but at the time I was not an author. And the biggest thing that I wrote was like write some blog posts for my website. Okay. So that being said, when I was like, okay, I'm going to rewrite this book. Mm -hmm. I had no fucking backup, meaning like I didn't have an outline. I didn't even know what I was writing about. And I did it all from scratch in 24 hours. Yeah. So I wrote the whole entire manuscript, 40,000 words, mm-hmm. in I think it was like a day and a half. Yeah. And how many crappy words were you writing a day? Because you were like, I remember when you first started <laughs> writing, you go, all I have to write is X amount of crappy 200. words a day. 200. That was the rule. Crappy words a day. Yeah. And then I'll have a book. And she did the math. And it has, a, I guess, the book that you, the, the, the size of the book you wanted was going to be like 40,000 yeah. words. Yeah. It ended up being more, actually. It ended up being more, Mm -hmm. but it was 200 crappy words. And it's like, wow, when you break it down like that, that I was impressed. So what Matt is saying is there was this man who had written over 90 90 books. And Tim Ferriss, um, who wrote The 4-Hour Workweek and um, Tools of the Titans and a couple other books. He has his own podcast, and I loved him. And he was interviewing this man, and he says, like, how have you written 90 books? Because I've written, like, four, and every time I was, like, ready to, like, jump off a bridge, you know? And the old man said to him, 200 crappy words a day. That's what he literally said. And he goes, what do you mean by that? He goes, every day I go to my writing space, and I just say to myself, I'm going to just write 200 crappy words. I don't have to, like you know, make it a uh, fucking Shakespeare. I just yeah. sit and I write the 200 crappy words. And I kind of listened to that and I was like, okay, if I just write 200 words a day in six months, I'll have an entire book, right. right? Because when we look at writing a book, we look at it like, oh my God, it's like this huge thing to bite off and chew. But isn't everything like that? It's that first step, right? Mm-hmm. And in the 200 crappy words, you really just sat there. And there'll be some days you'd write 200 words. Some days you'd be able to write 2,000. Absolutely. But it's that getting started. It's yes. that mindset. It's almost like going when you go to the gym. I'm, I would tell you, I would you know, try to trick myself. I'm working out for 20 minutes. That's it. And I'd be there for an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. But it's just getting there. Right. And once you get there, you kind of get into the, absolutely. the mode. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So that was two and a half years ago. Yeah. And so I finished. So I, I got the whole entire book done. And then I hired a editor who helps you like – 
shape the story. Yes. Okay. And so, she, so I sent her, <laughs> I sent her my manuscript and she like writes back to me and she's like, yeah, this is more of a stream of consciousness and not so much a book. And I was like, fuck, what does this mean? And you know, Shirley Jump is, you know, she's my like lifeline. I love yeah. her. Um, she, her and I have been way through, too close through thick and thin. Yeah. We've been thick as thieves for the like Shirley, last year. You saved my ass yeah. because you know, she's, well, Shirley helps me you, a lot. You could, you could, uh, bounce everything off of her and very I, don't get, true. I wouldn't get bounced around. Yeah, very true. <laughs> so Shirley sends me this email back and she's like, this is more of a stream of consciousness. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So we had a creative meeting and I told her all about what Ambitious was all about. And she was like, women need this book mm-hmm. because everyone in the self-help, self-help, I'm using my quotation figures, I call it the shelf help because you read this damn book and you like, oh, oh, that was really flowery and that was prolific. And then you throw it on the shelf and you don't use any of the things because they're not real tangible tools. And she was like, what if we create a book that is like so, great stories, hilarious, entertaining, empowering, but also like almost like a workbook. Like if you read this book and you take the tools and the work and you implement them like on a, on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, year-to-year basis, you will truly step into your power and you will live an ambitious life. And I was like, fucking giddy up, let's do it. So that took about six months from start to finish of her telling me that my book was uh, just a crack crack pipe dream. <laughs> like it was just like unicorns and rainbows. And then we created um, 12 chapters. So there's 12 chapters in Ambitious and each one. So the first, uh, you know, the introduction and the first chapter is really like, what is Ambitious all about? Mm-hmm. And then chapter one through seven is what we like to call, as you guys know, the six life makers and breakers. And every chapter has not only uh, a full explanation of what it's about, but more importantly, um, tools. So like, okay, I'm going to tell you about having non-negotiable spiritual practices, but I'm going to teach you mm-hmm. the non-negotiable spiritual practices. And I'm going right. to teach you how to take these spiritual practices and implement them into every day of your life. Mm-hmm. If chapter you know, eight is about money mindset, I'm going to teach you how to have a more abundant money mindset. And I'm going to give you tools right in the book mm-hmm. that you can just adopt and put into play every day. And nothing is like, out of um, out of your league either because I feel like and you can tell me to shut the fuck up if I'm if I'm saying this crazily but all the books that you've read aren't so many of them like so just like unattainable yes like with yes. what they teach Absolutely. you're like how the fuck am I supposed to do this I have three kids and you know I'm running two businesses and yep. you know I I travel every day I you, commute three hours a day you right chunk down you chunk down the ambitious program because it's really a, a, a lifestyle yes you know the, all of the life makers and breakers right and uh, taking steps every single day uh just to take that small action yes. which starts to change the trajectory of your life right. opposed to yes this is going to take you nine years <laughs> to get where you need to or maybe be, nine lifetimes or nine <laughs> lifetimes or whatever the case may be right it's like every day you can take action and I think it's it's absolutely incredible. I mean, you know, it, we've heard such great reviews from everyone who's read it, um, and the people that are working on your book, you know, they're all they've all worked on uh, New York Times bestsellers. Yes. 
and they're not the type of people that would just blow smoke no. up your butt. They'd be like, No, they tell uh, me that I'm a crackhead and I just this, wrote throw a- this part away, get yes. rid of this, get rid of that. And they're like, They'll fix some things, yes. but then, you know, meaning they change this around. Maybe this thought should come before this thought, right. just so it's more. Uh, well, we've uh, changed full chapters and swapped chapters out and moved things, and it's a lot. But the comments I love is like, This is fucking amazing. And all of the things that you show me, and yeah. you come up and you go, Oh my God, she said, This is amazing. I just have to move this over here right and but she loves the mm-hmm. idea and remember mm-hmm. a book is about the thoughts yes right it's like and i think your book is really like you speaking having your katie boyd in your closet or on your on your shelf it's funny because everyone that's read the book yeah. says when i read it it's like i can hear your voice in my head reading the book yeah like you're not oh, i you. write like how i yeah. speak which, which is, I think is important. Because, which is a gift. But don't yeah. you think when you read a book sometimes, like sometimes I'll read like, for instance, um, Mark Nepo, The Book of Awakening. And yeah. I love that book, but God, he's a we poet. Re- we read it all the time. And yeah. when I read the book, I, sometimes I have to read the same sentence like three times to understand like what he's trying to say. And sometimes yes. I put the book down and I go, I don't know what that motherfucker was just trying to tell me. <laughs> Because that shit's crazy. <laughs> right. Or right. like when you read like Eckhart Tolle, yes. like The Power of Now or whatever, you read it and you're just like, who is this Hobbit? And is yeah. this even is this Hobbit language? Yeah. yeah. Like, what is he saying? You have to read his books. I, I mean, I do. I'd have to read his books over and over with and your over finger. Again. Yeah. Like oh, on yeah. one sentence, you just keep going yeah. over and over and, and over again. Is, this is just like right to the point. Yeah. And really great tools to take your life from A to B. Absolutely. You know, yeah. And what else is really cool is every chapter in the book has its own. So it has ambitious acts. So you read the chapter. And then at the end of the chapter, it says, okay, you read this chapter. Here are the next steps. Here are the next acts to mm-hmm. take to further this idea or concept. Yes. Right? So it's, and then I have mantras because I'm a huge proponent of, because as you know, both of us had old, terrible programming, programming in yeah. our brains, language, right? Yeah. And terrible language when we were younger. And I know that so many people still struggle with that. Yeah. So if you read, you know, um, chapter one, and it's and your mantra is I am the HBIC of my magical life. Mm-hmm. So you are the head bitch in charge or in control of your magical life. And every time that something happens after you read the first chapter, yep. and you adopt this mantra and you say I am the HBIC of my magical life, meaning like if you're not happy where you are, change it. Change it. Change it. It's up right? to you. You are nobody's the, gonna come and save you. No. You have to kind of do it yourself. So you're taking really. Um, deep concepts yes. and making them really in lay language. Yes. And lay person's action. And funny. And, and funny. there's a lot yes. of swears. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of swears and a lot of fart jokes and yes. also some <laughs> sex. I didn't see any fart jokes, but I, heard <laughs> I didn't read that part. I, I probably did. I just probably called the fart jokes all the time. So I'm immune well, you're to so it. used to the, the potty humor. It doesn't, it doesn't even phase you. And then each chapter also, so it has your acts and then it has the mantras and then it also has ambitious in history. So what we have to understand, especially for women, is like this shit's been going on. If you ever sip coffee like that in my ear and I hear you slurp in my fucking headphones, I will beat your ass. Listen, I was having my ambitious cup of coffee. Move your microphone. No one wants to hear your slurp. Fucking Campbell soup kid. I'm gonna kill you. Get out of here. (laughs) God, do you see what I put up with here? Campbell soup kid. What does that mean? Like, oh, the soup is delicious. (laughs) 
It's like, that's what I see you. I see you eating that fucking tomato soup, dunking your it's grilled cheese time. in it. I'm hungry. I'm gonna, stop talking about Jesus. it. Jesus. I'm going to make you hungry. I'm going to put some cyanide in that coffee. Ava, Ava Braun style, for Christ almighty. So back to my book and not listening to Matt slurp in our ear all across the globe, for Christ. Jesus, Lord and Joseph, oh, Matt. God help So me. in every chapter, I have this thing called Ambitious in History. And what I wanted to do is to prove to each and every one of you out there that are going to read this book, which I know will be millions because that is my that is my declaration here on the Abitches podcast. Absolutely. Is I want you guys to realize that we as women, all the trials and tribulations and things that we are going through in this modern day, it's been going on since the inception of time. Forever. Right? It's been going on forever. So what I did is in every chapter, I highlighted a uh, a famous or not so famous aunt bitch in history right. that did some amazing thing that helped us as women now be living the lives that we live. So I actually, one of my favorite ones is um, Sybil Lundgren. Do you know Sybil Lundgren? Mm-hmm. So everyone talks about, you know, like Paul Revere. Yeah. And the British oh, are coming. The British are coming, right? Story, yes. So Paul Revere actually, you know, he did do his ride. Yeah. And that's why we did end up, you know, Becoming the United United States States of America. But it actually, there was a woman, her name was Sybil, and she was 17 years old, and she rode like four times the length of Paul Revere to warn the camps that the British were coming. And she was um, robbed, she was beaten, she was pulled off her horse, she she rode all night through the night, through the cold, through the rain. Mm. And the, and she is actually the true, I'm getting chills just saying this. She was like more the reason than Paul Revere, mm-hmm. because if it wasn't for those troops that she rallied, we would have not have won. Wow. Isn't that crazy? But no one talks about her. Right. No one talks about right. her. Right. right. So uh, every chapter has this like incredible inspirational story and it has, you know, women from ancient Egypt or um, Africa or even women um, from, you know, the last hundred years in our country, mm-hmm. uh, Joan of Arc, like yeah. all these things, you know, it's crazy because when I was doing the research for the book, I always thought that Joan of Arc was, um, you know, put put to death because she was just a revolutionist and and during, you know, for, for in French times. Right. She was actually uh, put to death for cross-dressing. Really? Yes. Wow. So everyone thinks like, oh, Joan of Arc, she died like this way, whatever. But her main thing against her was that she was impersonating a man by wearing armor. Really? Is that not the craziest shit? So like all this stuff, when I was doing all this research, it was just so eye-opening and it made me love, not that I don't love being a woman because I love being a woman, but it made me love being a woman even more than I already do. Mm. And it made me even feel more ambitious to know that all of these women through space and time, through thousands and thousands and thousands of years, we've been like... We've been HBICs. We've been ambitious from the very Warriors, beginning. Totally. Right? And paid it forward so you can sit here and do this now. Absolutely. Huh? Right? And having the strength. Yeah. So every amazing. chapter has this ambitious in history. And there's some amazing, amazing meditations in this book as well. And we're going to be coming out with not only a hardcover book, but we're going to be coming out with e-readers and we're also going to be doing um, an audible, Mm -hmm. which is so exciting. So if you like my voice, which some of you I'm sure do out there in a bitches land, (laughs) (laughs) you can actually hear me read the whole entire book. That's going to be awesome. And a lot of people actually hire out people to read their books. Yes. And I was doing a Facebook poll and I was like, hey, what do you guys think? Do you guys think I should read it or do you think we should hire someone and like unanimously- 
Yeah, you should be reading that because it's it's you. It really is. Matt's you. like, I yeah. should be reading it. Actually, no, no, you don't want me reading it. It probably would take <laughs> oh, too long. He's like, I told you, I went to kindergarten too. You remember, guys? Matt went to kindergarten too, which means he—that's what his mommy and daddy used to tell him. But he really just fucking got stayed. He stayed back. He was dangling. I was too smart. I was grasping the concepts too quickly, and they wanted to study my brain to make sure it was, you know. We can make that happen if you'd like. We can speed up that. We can speed up that process, right? So obviously, I wanted to talk about the book coming out because I'm just so proud of it. I'm so excited, and I know for a fact that this is going to change the world. Absolutely, I really feel that in my heart. The other thing is I have people from all over that are like, I want you to teach me how you wrote your book. Mm -hmm. So I will teach you how I wrote my book after I lost (laughs) the book. We don't want any of you writing a book and then losing the damn thing because there's nothing more traumatic in the world than that. But I tell you, the universe had you back because that book is not the same book that you were able to create. It was a whole different book. So everything happens for a reason. 100%. Everything happens for a reason. But my biggest advice, if you are out there and you're like, you know what? If Katie Boyd, who hardly graduated high school, can write a book and become an author, right? I can do it. And you can, because I feel like everyone has a story to tell, whether it's a memoir or it's a Ramona Clay, which is almost like people go, what's a Ramona Clay? Ramona Clay is like uh, the devil wears Prada. So it's like a real story, but they take people's names and swap their names out and like whatever. Or you just want to, you know, you do a service and you want to teach other people to do that service. Like whatever your thing is, don't be afraid to start to put either pen to paper or your fingers to the keyboard because just starting is the most important. Thing. Absolutely. The second thing I would have to say is if you want to write a book is compile a team beforehand because I kind of stitched my team together like it was kind of like operation. Remember that? <laughs> Remember that little game? Take out the they, bone. Yeah. Like, Take out the no, wrong. Uh, so when I started the book after I had lost it, gone through all the trauma, and then wrote the book, the first person I found was Shirley Jump. Mm-hmm who has been like my angel and she has helped me so, so, so much. So she actually helped, helped me construct the book, put the chapters together, make it all make sense, make it flow. And the legal stuff too, like the codes that you need for audible. The, you know, she didn't do that. Oh, she didn't? No. Oh, okay. See, this is probably. why I get so pissed because Matt literally knows nothing about what I do. I know exactly what he just comes doing. downstairs and he like, is like, what are you doing? I'm like fucking writing my book. Oh, that's cute. I'm going to go outside and smoke a cigar. I never said that that was cute. I always involved tremendously. I think she- But Shirley doesn't do the freaking legal shit, ding dong. I think she introduced you to the person for the I know, but you're jumping ahead. You're pre-ejaculating my story. There's a lot of it going on that I am involved in because I am the legal eagle. Just the tip, Matt. Just the tip. I am the legal eagle. First, Shirley helped me get the book together to make it flow, to make sure that I wasn't using... Because you know what happens too? We write a book and we use like the same words like over and over again. Yes. We all have like our little idiosyncratic things. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like Matt just goes, do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so we all have our little idiosyncratic things. And then Shirley things. Jump introduced you to a person who was having the legal things and had the numbers oh on it. Oh my God. Okay. That's really nice of you. So then Shirley introduced me to this other woman, Amy. And Amy is the one that gets all of your stuff onto the e-platforms. And when she sent me like the first email, I like literally shit a purple Twinkie (laughs) because I was like, holy fuck, this is so involved. Like this is so much bigger than I ever thought in my life that it would be. So Amy, Amy Atwell is dealing with all of my e-platforms. So she's getting all the ISBN numbers. 
which are and barcodes introduced her to. I'm really, I'm going to fuck you up seriously. <laughs> you are so annoying today. So Amy Atwell did that for me. For then I had yeah, I know it did. And then I had a woman who just does the actual copyright editing. So I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck? An editor is an editor. Shirley's like, no, this woman goes through and makes sure that everything is perfect. She goes, because people will actually ask for a refund on their book if you have like one comma out of place. Mm. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. So I have another woman who just does that. Then we have like a formatter that makes sure it's like, here's your font. Do you want this color paper? Do you want this kind of font? This is how it's going to look when you open a book. How big is your book? There's like all these different sizes that your book can actually be. And that like blew my mind too. And then I took polls on Facebook, like how big should my book be? And people were like, it should be as big as Tom Brady's TB12. And then other people were like, no, I want it to fit in my beach bag for the summer. I love the TB12 size. But it's massive. But it's massive. It's a coffee. That's a coffee table book. That's a coffee table book. Right. And I'm like, I'm not making a coffee table book. I'm making a book. So you have to take all of these things. But you wouldn't even have thought of it if you weren't asked how to think about all these different things. Right. You just take take a book for granted. No shit. And then you have a woman who actually just does the cover and the spine of the book. It's like, what the actual fuck? And then you have to get all these people to like write you accolades and tell everyone how fucking awesome you are. And then you have to have someone write a foreword for your book. So like, it's, I'm not saying this to scare anyone away from like writing a book, but what I'm saying is if a book is in your heart, make sure that you compile the correct team and know what you're getting yourself into. Mm -hmm. Because I think that if I had my team in play when I first started writing the book... Well, I think that would be an ex-mastermind too. So people that really do want to put a book together... I think you'd be able to help them with that. I love how my husband now is pimping me out to do more work than I already did. I just said I'm ready to have a fucking nervous breakdown. Let me go start a book mastermind. Book mastermind starting next week. (laughs) (laughs) It's $999.99. Starting immediately. Oh my God, guys. (laughs) So I want each and every one of you, when the book comes out for pre-sale, which is now, get on over to www.kbmfc.com. Sign up for the newsletter, and then I will have you guys in on all the book pre-sale stuff, all the ways you can actually consume the book and then the actual launch itself. Because if you buy the pre-sale, which you will get the introduction and the first chapter sent to you before the book even launches. That's awesome. I'm also going to be having some VIP bonuses that I will let you guys in on uh, very, very soon. And you will get that in email. So if you're interested in purchasing Ambitious the book and really creating history in my life and in yours because I know Ambitious is going to help you so much. Get on over to the website, sign up, and be the first ones to get that book in your hands. Cool? And if you guys have any questions about book, make creating books, writing books, anything like that, since I guess I'm going to be teaching a mastermind soon, reach out to me by by emailing me at ambitious (laughs) at kbmfc.com. I'll be taking that mastermind. You'll be taking all the money like you usually do. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm so excited. Thank you guys for coming on this journey with me through the last you know, two years writing this book. I appreciate it from the bottom of my little black heart. Thank you to all of you for being crusaders to this ambitious movement. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Good job, man. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.